0: Hello and welcome to Celebrating Industry Leaders. I am joined today with the amazing Lucy Briley from the Sustainable Spa Association. My name is Valerie Delforge and I am so excited to be talking to all these leaders out there. And Lucy today has got an incredible stories to tell us. So welcome to the podcast, Lucy. How are you today?
1: Hi, Valerie. Thank you so much for having me. Really happy to be here and um, part of your podcast today. I'm really well and looking forward to uh, to talking. Absolutely, it's just been a while since we've connected. Obviously,
0: uh, the world happened in 2020, but uh, we have you have managed to kind of uh, have an incredible story. But start with you first. You know, how did you start in the industry and uh, what took you into this side of the world?
1: Sure. So. Um, So what took me into the industry? Well, without making this uh, too much of a drawn out story, I think I might take you back in time a little bit because um, everything uh, actually ties into where I have come today. So um, I was lucky enough to grow up uh, in a very forward thinking, holistic family, Um, particularly on my mother's side. uh, My grandfather was a psychiatrist mm-hmm. and uh, my grandmother's well, mother was a nurse, uh, but they both had a very strong interest and belief in alternative approaches to health and wellbeing. Um, so my grandfather integrated hypnotherapy into his practices and oh. my grandmother integrated homeopathy into hers. So as you can imagine, back in that time, it was actually quite forward thinking. Yeah. Um, slightly different um, and this over my life has formed quite a strong interest in holistic approaches to health and um, and complementary therapy so um, when I had um, I had my children very young at the age of 18 um, and when deciding on a career path that was going to you know be be good for my family and I, um, I felt I really, really wanted to draw on, on those qualities that I'd kind of grown up with and go into um, a career where, where there was health and well-being involved. So I studied um, holistic therapies um, and um, became a therapist from there. Um, and as, I, as, as the children got a little bit older and, and went to school, I started a corporate on-site massage and stress management company, Mm. um, doing stress management, um, workplace exercise, um, seated acupressure. And um, and I ran this for 12 years, uh, which was great when the boys were growing up.
0: Wow, amazing. Um,
1: Yeah, I sold this when the boys left school and um, desperately wanted to get back into the kind of spa and beauty environment um and um and and took a few jobs from there one one with uh, as a sales representative at Gino which was incredible I absolutely loved that and then um, moved directly back into the spa environment um to work as a group head of spa across eight properties in Europe so wow. that's my background in the industry <laughs> that's um, incredible it's an incredible yeah. journey And all that, I mean, we were talking earlier
0: before uh, starting the podcast, Mm -hmm. how young you look. (laughs) (laughs) It's just like, wow, you've got to have three children, but it's an incredible journey. So what got you in your current job?
1: Well, I think the reason why I really wanted to give that background was um, that it's a a whole mixture of my past roles um, combined with uh, my personal passion for healthy development of people and the environment that's brought me to where I am now
2: mm.
1: so when I left my role as group head of spa in Europe um, I took some time out it's been a long career and a long time bringing up children I decided to take uh six months off for myself um, and uh, developed some other interests that I had, which Mm -hmm. is more on the environmental and sustainability side of of life. Um, This is something I've always practiced in my personal life as well, so it just kind of felt natural to kind of develop that side of me. So I took four different courses in um, sustainable development and sustainable business strategy and put the two areas of of my expertise together to form the Sustainable Spa Association, along with a business partner, my my partner, Rob Cooper, who is the managing director of Scrummy.
2: Oh, Um, So we
1: we met along this journey. It was funny because uh, a lot of people were saying, you must talk to Rob, you must talk to him. And it it was on my list and it was something I had to do. Uh, But... I saw a a kind of an article by him um, on one of the industry magazines and and it jogged me to to get in touch with him. And when he and I sat down together, we realised our business plans were almost identical and it was really beneficial to just join forces and, and take it forward together. That's um, incredible.
0: We yeah. love Scrummy here at the Del Forge Group. We keep sending everybody to Scrummy. It's such a great, uh, great company to work. It's with. a great yeah. brand. Mm-hmm.
1: And, and, you know, they've been working in, um, you know, in the background with, with environmental policy for about 16 years. So oh. with his expertise and my interest and my time and my expertise together, we're a great team. Yeah,
2: incredible.
1: Um, so when did you start the association? So Rob and I have had this in the planning for probably two years. Mm. Um, And, you know, when we came together and shared our business plans and realized they were so aligned, that was a fantastic place to start. But we also had to take a couple of steps backwards to go forwards Mm. um, just to make sure that we had everything in place that we wanted to do, that we were thinking along the same lines in every aspect. Um, And we actually we like to challenge each other a little bit. We we question each other. and we make sure that we come out with with the right outcome, the right results. Um, so it, it, we're a good team. It's great. It's great yeah. working with
0: him. <laughs> You've launched it, uh, kind of when? When was it? Through the lockdown that you launched it?
1: Yeah, yeah. So um, I'm, I'm, the plan was uh, to launch at World Spa Wellness um, in March, April time at mm-hmm. Excel. Um, that was a really good platform for us to launch, um, but unfortunately, that that didn't happen. But yeah. we thought, right, we'll just we'll take a slight break because um, we didn't want to interrupt or get lost in the noise of of the virus, and also people people had their attention on so many other things.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, we thought we'd just give it a slight pause. Um, but we launched in August, so in it, just maybe ten weeks ago, so so not long ago
0: fantastic and it's been uh, it's been very well received and you yes. you've got so much power around it but you know I'd love to kind of perhaps uh, go back to that a little bit you mm-hmm. know your story is fascinating the whole the whole kind of background and I love hearing that I love hearing you know how you you grew as a person as much as your business isn't it through everything that yeah. you having three children in itself is a big uh, yeah. a big growth. <clears throat> for sure so I'm always fascinated when it comes to you know leadership of our life and everything else how do you motivate yourself you know what is the motivation behind everything you do
1: yeah well I that's a really really good question um and I have thought about this a lot myself actually (laughs) and sometimes you really have to dig deep and and motivate yourself for sure Um, but I think um, I'm very very lucky to be a naturally motivated person Um, very curious always wondering what else is out there uh, what more I can do how I can be my best Um, and of course this is a forever evolving process um, Mm. and the results are in uh, you know kind of lie in learning a lot as well Uh, So the tasks and goals I set are are reached, but always I have a growing list of what is next. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think in terms of like my biggest motivation, it has to be the people I meet along the way. Mm -hmm. Um, The lessons you learn and the results you achieve together. Um, Without that input, without that feedback, without that collaboration, um, motivation can be very hard. It's, Mm -hmm. It's teamwork
0: hmm that's fabulous and it's it's just kind of what gets you going but also in terms of what you've created that was quite a a, um I know you had that in your mind and it's obviously your journey but that's quite a big step to to start something like that
1: yeah um I I think many many years ago my father said to me um make your vocation your vacation meaning Mm. um if you're doing something you love there's not a day that feels like you're working. Mm. And I love spa, I love health, and I'm passionate about the environment. So bringing all three of those things together Um, just means that I feel inspired every day to get up and I feel excited about the work I'm doing and and the people I meet along the way so
0: fantastic it's absolutely brilliant Uh, an an inspiration so tell us what do you what are your biggest challenges at the moment in your current position obviously if we take the virus aside you know yeah I really want to talk about the c word at the moment I know.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think it goes without saying um, that launching a new project during the pandemic has its challenges, Um, but uh, the biggest challenge but also why we set out to do this, um, was really to awaken and challenge spa operators on their current business practices and ask them if they are taking sustainability into consideration um, in all of their business decisions.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: Um, So it's like turning a big ship really, in the way that we've we've run businesses before in the past, not just in our industry, but in others as well. There's other industries facing this, this challenge too. Mm-hmm. Um, and change is really hard. So, you know, even with the potential to save time, to save money, or even the planet itself, making the simplest of changes can be one of the hardest things for us to embrace. Mm-hmm. Um, And um, the last thing any business owner wants is, you know, another thing jotted on their to-do list. Um, So it's understandable why sometimes establishing sustainable workplace practices often ends up, um, you know, kind of last thing on the list. Mm. So we're we're developing ways to make that easy for people um, and accessible. And um, and really, perhaps the challenge is to to kind of get people to, um, to come on board with that.
2: Mm.
0: And what, so if you, if you could explain, uh, I'm sorry for the noise today uh, on the, all the traffic that there is around me, I guess it's London uh, London at its best at the moment, um, but uh, in, in kind of an explanation of what the association does and perhaps obviously I know it's an online kind of platform, right?
1: Yeah, so, so the association is a it's a member-based association um, with the goal of educating and improving sustainable business practices within the spa industry. Um, and this word sustainability is being banded around a lot. Um, here in this conversation but also in um, in the wider business community without definitions. so I I will come back to that Um, but we have developed a bespoke members portal um, where there are tools and resources uh, to make measurements and new decisions in line with sustainable practices in an easy and concise way Um, so the biggest purpose of the membership with our association is um, to um, assess your business um, and also kind of work towards a recognized accreditation that can be used to reassure your teams and your guests that you take sustainability to a high level and it is of high importance within your business um, on top of this we have ongoing educational ed- education and practical resources um, that you can put into practice on a long-term basis mm. There's a library of educational and operational documents to help you implement new practices as well. Um, so, the, yeah, the, it's it's about really kind of making businesses more aware of how they can be sustainable. Um, And in terms of, you know, what what does sustainability mean? I think we probably really have to get to the basis of that Um, because it it can mean so many things. Um, So And there's a few definitions kind of knocking around. Um, It's officially defined as focusing on meeting the needs of the present without compromising the ability of future generations to come.
2: Oh, I
1: love that. Yeah, and you know that takes a little bit of time to kind of sit and ponder on as well. Um, and we like to kind of sum it up in three words in the association, which is simply keeping the balance. Mm. Um, and and also some other terms you may hear around the principles of sustainability um, is people, planet, and profit, otherwise known as the three Ps. Mm-hmm. So. This is what we're focusing on. This is what our members um, have access to in their resources. It's how do you look after your people? How do you look after the planet at the same time? And also, how is this profitable for your business?
0: That's amazing. That is absolutely amazing because you've really kind of encompassed, I guess, your philosophy about everything Mm -hmm. that you do, isn't it, into that association?
2: Yeah,
0: yeah. Oh, love it. And do you have different brands working with you on on different elements or?
1: We do. Um, We we have four main stakeholder groups. So um, the main uh, stakeholder group that this association is focused on is the spa operator and how we can help bring them along a journey towards sustainability, better sustainability practices Um, but we have other stakeholder groups in the association as well so we have sponsors who are typically outside of the spa industry Um, for example um, renewable energy companies water and waste management companies or solution-led companies Um, we do have brand partners who are brands who are pre-approved by us for having high environmental credentials Mm. Um, and their their role in this is is of course to connect with um spas who are open to you know working with them but more than that they are, they, are, they are coming in to work with us to agree to help educate as well from their point of view. So they have a platform within the members um, area where they can really talk about their brand, talk about their achievements, talk about their sustainability focus. Um, and because they have learned so much along the way to get there, they are happy to impart that knowledge and information over to, over to the members as well, which is fantastic because it becomes a really integrated community. Um, And that's that's the whole purpose. So we can all share and learn from each other. But then the last um, stakeholder group um, is the consumer. So this is really what drove me to to forming this association. When I was working in operations, there were more and more um, guests coming into our spas asking, you know where where is this product from what's the provenance of the ingredients what's Mm -hmm. the packaging what chemicals are you using to clean what chemicals are in the pool Mm -hmm. um you know what what are you doing to give back to the environment and quite frankly at the time a number of years ago we didn't particularly have these uh answers at our fingertips um so there was a high consumer demand for the for for the spa industry as a whole to be really focusing on this because they they're thinking more outside their own health and well being to what impact that has on the environment around them at their expense mm. and it's important to the consumer now not just in our industry but you know you may see a lot of this in the in the food industry they talk about sustainability a lot mm. um, and in leisure hotel um and and in many other industries as well i mean it's 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 creeping in everywhere so it's a really hot topic now Yeah,
2: sure.
1: um, and important to people on how they spend their money ethically how they spend their time ethically mm. um so we we partnered with spa breaks and the spa escape um to to look at the consumer side of things um so you know they they will um when spas start to become accredited by us they're their badge of accreditation will be shown next to their profile on these platforms as well so that consumers can really see who's working towards or who has achieved quite a high level of sustainability in their business.
0: That's amazing so what in your view why sustainability must be part of your operation as a spa? Um,
1: I think uh, traditionally um, business has been a very black and white on paper profitable exercise mm-hmm. um, and you know and at the end of end of it, each week each month each year we're looking at the bottom line what is the profit mm-hmm. and um, like i said before um, about t- um kind of definitions of sustainability and um, on one of the kind of really big things is people planet and profit um, this is now known as the triple bottom line. And a lot of businesses are now looking at that. So we're looking at sustainability. I mean, sustainability means a lot of things. Of course, a business has to be financially sustainable. And that's, that's a kind of tangible, measurable result.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but sometimes there are some intangible or unmeasurable or seemingly unmeasurable successes yeah. for a business. And um, this is where people and planet come in. So I think sustainability as part of your operation is very important. Um, you need to have a look at, you know, how are we succeeding um, financially? How, how are people, how are they motivated are they well are they happy and also what are we doing to protect or give back to the environment so sustainability and looking at the triple bottom line as part of a business model is now becoming um, more and more important Um, you know a a business cannot be profitable without loyal healthy and valued people Mm
2: -hmm. and
1: people are not healthy and vibrant and um Um, without a good environment. Mm. Um, You know, if we kind of roll that backwards, if the environment is suffering, people become demotivated and ill. Mm. And this has a big impact on business ability and profitability. So all of these three aspects really integrate and interact with each other. Mm. And that's why I would say sustainability has to be, you know, really high up on the list of priority in your operation.
0: Absolutely I love it and and it kind of like you said is such a strong topic at the moment isn't it Mm. that kind of understanding where do I start as a a manager or owner how do I start it or I can pick up a few things there and there but sometimes I feel there's so much information out there we get lost in this whole kind of of information that we don't quite know where to start. So, in essence, you've got something where everyone can find everything they want in that platform.
1: Yeah, we have. Yeah, we've we've got the kind of the self-assessment where they can measure 12 areas of their business operations and see instantly how they're performing and where they can improve. We have a library of educational resources and practical advice. Um, that you can apply to your business straight away. And then of course, like I said, we have our brand partners and sponsors who bring information and education in um, and share successes and achievements um, that that ultimately benefit our spa operators as well. So there's a a whole portal there. Um, And that's a kind of like our bespoke member area, but we also have um, uh, kind of outward facing set of education as well that anybody can join in uh, can join in with so we will be looking this year at um united nations sustainable development goals we'll also be looking at the concept of circular economy and how that can benefit the spa industry um and um is kind that of, the circular economy the circular economy is is about using and reusing and repurposing um, materials that are already um, in use so when I I think if we take a very simple example um, say if we we look at a couch a a massage couch um, it's come to the end of its life in in your spa in your salon what can you do with it then
2: Hmm.
1: could you could you fix a few things up would it be good for a student would it be good for the local college would it be good for you know a a local therapist who could really do with that does it have to go into landfill can it be reused how can we how can we keep these things in circulation before they go into landfill
2: Hmm.
1: Um, and it's actually often incredibly um, financially um, beneficial um, but also environmentally as well. So, we'll be looking at concepts of circular economy, whether it's within your local community, in your region, in your country, but also expanding it more out into the global spa industry as well. And how we can so all I work that is, together. You,
0: you're you on a global scale, isn't it? You're not just okay, yeah. you're on a global scale, which is yeah. incredible. And you're starting with the spas, right? I mean, you, at the moment, you're focusing on the spas. Yes. Mm, okay, and do the view to extend
1: to salons at all, or are you kind of focusing? We would on... absolutely love to, and um, and I think it would be a very easy transition to make. Mm. So um, the the difference at the moment, and how we would define spa is that um, we would assume they have thermals or water um, treatments there or pools. Um, perhaps even residential and food and beverage whereas a salon perhaps might not have those aspects yeah within our assessment we're measuring those at the moment however um it would be a very easy transition for us to make once we've found our feet um, with with the spa side of things to to transition yes into salon and also into hair as well so Mm -hmm. um so there's certainly progression there that that we can think about
0: yeah yeah I mean it's kind of growing and growing as you go along isn't it yeah so so I mean in essence what's your biggest success story although I feel like we've got it in front of us you know when are talking (laughs) about it it's an amazing story Uh, but what do you feel throughout your career has been your success story
1: you know I love this question honestly and um And uh, I had an experience this week which actually made me feel success beyond anything else I'd felt in quite a while. Um, And um, I have to say, really, it's the teams I've worked with, the people I've grown with, and the way we've all been able to enrich each other um, during our careers one way or another. Um, I had a call this week from a young lady who was a spa manager of mine in Milan. um, And she's gone on to achieve such great things. And she took the time out to call me this week and to say thank you and, and um, say that I' taught her so much um, and also the the guy who bought my on-site massage business a number of years ago he is now gone on to um, triple grow that business from when he bought it from me and those things mm. give me a feeling of success so without wanting to be you know really wishy-washy um, and give you one defining moment of success I, th- I think um, is probably just the positive impact you can have on others and equally they have back on me um, relationships matter and uh, now more than ever I think during this pandemic when it comes to success.
0: You're like a true entrepreneur you know from- <laughs> being a you know a, a mom at 18 and and yeah. creating all this industry and uh, you know is all these companies and even uh i'm fascinated i'm always Thank fascinated you. by people's story and i think that's definitely the way you're talking is true leadership of taking control i guess in where you're going from there and what you yeah. love i think is fantastic so what do you think leadership means
1: well i think um i think i've really had to learn leadership along the way um I think for some people it comes really naturally and some people it's learnt from 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 people around them and the examples they're given um and you know back in the 90s not particularly you know kind of in this in in our spa industry or salon industry um I had some managers who who really thought leadership was about being powerful mm. um And it's hard to believe that now um, because I think things have evolved so much and we all understand that, you know, um, leadership um, really comes through, you know, a culture within a whole business and and of development. Um, And I read once um, that, that leaders are people who others want to follow because they're inspired by their attitude and their actions rather than being told to follow because they have to. And I always try and keep that in mind. Um, when it comes to leadership
0: mm, that's wonderful so how do you think what do you think the salon owners or, or spa uh, managers and owners should do to become better leaders in particular like you said it's kind of grown and it's a lot more fluid isn't it yeah have got to learn everyone all these characters and stuff like that what if you had one advice for those owners and and spa or salon owners what would you say
1: I I would probably just say set the best example you can Um, understand um, different types of people and how they're motivated Um, learn how to motivate different individuals not everybody is the same Mm. Um, but almost always you know invest in your team as well and I don't mean financially Um, you know investment is in people is at the core of sustainable business practices so placing value on people um, noticing their skills outside of their job description as well noticing who they are what qualities they have and how you can bring those qualities into your business Um, and you know all of their skills and and things if you can develop those um then you know the future is built on trust and, and respect and and long term successful relationships and you probably realize you probably don't realize how many other skills people have within your business as well mm, um sure. so it's quite good sometimes to open up conversations outside of um you know their usual daily remit and just asking opinions on on other things because you'll be surprised what what uh, what what people come up with
0: what what are the skills and opinions they have that are very helpful for sure so I mean I'm always fascinated and uh, my god we've had having plane trains and automobiles today (laughs) I'm so sorry in the whole uh, recording I hope you're not hearing that too much but you know on that note in terms of of you know uh, the, the whole leadership aspect it's also being able to handle those difficult days isn't it and how do you handle them what, what would be your advice on that or what do you do to handle those difficult days
1: yeah I mean you know I think anyone would be lying if they said they didn't have difficult days There, there are difficult days for, for sure you know um and we're all juggling personal and professional lives at the same time um but I I do truly believe in balance um, and kind of going back to um, the beginning of our conversation um, in my younger career, I was I also became a Reiki master and teacher. So mm-hmm. I have spent probably at least 10 years of my professional career kind of teaching meditation in my daily business practices. And therefore, that's quite, you know, kind of um. Ingrained in my whole being. Um, it's not my main business activity now, um, like it was back then. But I think um, I still like to keep hold of of those qualities as well. Um, um, so I think I I like to teach people, and I like to believe that taking time for yourself is not selfish. Mm. It's actually selfless.
2: Mm. You become
1: stronger. You become more capable. Mm -hmm. Um, And I still practice this now, Um, but it's not a prescription you can write for everybody. Um, It's a very individual thing. So the the way I deal with difficult times um, is not to force anything. Take time to pause, take time out. Um, For me personally, this would be maybe a swim, cooking for me or the family um, or even just thinking space mm. um, but ultimately I think you get a better long-term outcome if you take time to think um, about and, and also kind of understand what your best possible outcome is from a difficult situation and how you could communicate to achieve this rather than maybe shoot from the hip and firefighter situation
0: yeah and overreact yeah I love it. Lucy, you're fascinating, fascinating story. <laughs> I love what you've created. I've always thought, well, um, you know, when we've been talking, we say, wow, this is a great idea. And then it's taken more and more shape. And yeah. it's just incredible, really, really incredible. exciting. So how can anyone find you uh, if they want to kind of get involved with the, uh, the association?
1: Sure. Um, I think um, I mean obviously you can visit the website um, which is sustainablespars.org. Um, but we also have a very interactive LinkedIn page which is, is really up to date with all of the campaigns and um, kind of outward facing education that we're doing. Um, so of course you can sign up as a friend of the SSA at the website. You can join us on LinkedIn. And also um, on Instagram and Facebook, we're there. But I I would say the website and LinkedIn are the best places to get kind of like the true source of of education.
0: Right. Fabulous. Amazing. So if you had uh, one key focus to share to everyone for 2021, I guess, let's forget 2020, I think, for now. (laughs) (laughs) Just focus on
1: 2021. You know, what would it be? scary to give advice the year ahead isn't it,
0: it uh, well, we of, uh, almost <laughs> at the end of the
1: year, i just want to forget about it i know i know and it's so hard to give advice when you don't know what's coming up and i think mm. we all think that now but um uh, one key focus right let's let's uh, have a think about that um probably just to fine-tune your business um and by this i mean simplify things mm.
2: um
1: this is going back to another core principle of sustainability um, where actually you know sustainability often takes out a lot of complicated processes and makes things simple clear and concise mm. so keep the three p's in mind people planet and profit how can I get the best from my team how can we reduce our environmental impact especially waste
2: mm-hmm.
1: and how will this benefit our profit
0: brilliant that's brilliant.
1: A focus for me, from my perspective. <laughs> I love
0: it. I love it. I absolutely love it. I've got the three P's in leadership, which is plan, prepare, present.
1: Um, absolutely, and it works. It keeps your mind focused.
0: Yeah, yeah. But I do prefer yours. I have to say, I think I might just watch it. And, uh, <laughs> I might watch yours
1: as well? <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's absolutely brilliant, Lucy. It's been a pleasure to talk to you today. Thank you so so much for oh. your time.
1: Thank you, Valerie.
0: Absolute pleasure as well. Really appreciate it. And uh, to anyone that listens, we will put all of the details of Lucy if you want to get involved and in touch with what the association is doing. And it's only the beginning, which is what it's just even just the more beginning. Time. Just the beginning. And you've got such big dreams, so I love it.
2: Yeah.
0: All behind you. Thank you so much, Lucy, and we speak. Thanks, to you. Valerie. Thank you so much.